Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? As dumb of a decision as you can make in your debut as a head coach, Nathaniel Hackett made it last night. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. That, your Dr. Pepper Nation call in line, my friends. And look, Nathaniel Hackett last night was a hack. And he can't, <laughs> apparently he can't hack it. No. Did I just uh, do that? You just did that. Man. That's anyway, a little Russell Wilson-esque. It really, like Russ should have yeah. made that joke after the game. Yeah, Like exactly. I almost respect Russ a little more if he made that joke after the well, game. Well, certainly more than him making the decision to wear that powder blue prom tuxedo to the yeah. stadium last night. That thing was awful, and he had yeah, to sit there after the game and answer questions about losing in his return to Seattle because of it. And look, it, that was not the reason that the Seahawks lost the game. No, they lost because they were 0 for 4 in the red zone. They had to settle for what? Two field goals and mm-hmm. they had back-to-back trips in the red zone in late in the third quarter that resulted in zero points. They were inside their own 5-yard line and it ends up being two fumbles, one by Melvin Gordon on fourth down right at the goal line and then one by Javante Williams who was hit 3 yards into the backfield because Al Woods shoved their right guard Glasgow right into his lap. So, I mean, those are things that just can't happen. And, Carlin, this is not hindsight. This is something that I tweeted out last night during the game in that moment. I said the Denver Broncos deserve to lose off of that alone. Yeah. Because their defense gave them a chance, right? After you have the turnover by Melvin Gordon at the goal line, what happened next? The Seattle Seahawks got the ball to DK Metcalf, and Randy Gregory was able to force a fumble. You got the ball back in plus territory. Drove it down inside the five. You've got to cash in right there. Yep. You've got to find a way to get points, even if it's just a field goal, Carlin. But the fact that you weren't able to do that, the fact that you were 0 for 4, is what led the door open for Geno Smith. Yes, that Geno Smith from the New York Jets fame to be able to beat Russell Wilson head-to-head in his return to Seattle. 0 for 4 is inexcusable. Inexcusable. Now, you can't win in the National Football League like that. Now, having said that, it was very clear that Nathaniel Hackett had made up his mind Prior to the third down play on third and 10, and he gets a five-yard pass to Javante Williams with a little over a minute left, and they let the clock run, and there was never even Russ looking around, what are we doing? There was It it, it, it may have looked a little scattered, but it didn't have the moment of why aren't we calling timeout. Mm -hmm. It was, this is what we're going to do. When we get to X yard line, we're kicking with Brandon. Yeah. And and that's why they let the cl- clock run all the way down to 20 seconds because they wanted to leave the Seahawks after McManus made the kick with as little time as possible. Now, yeah, yeah, but here's the thing with that logic, Carlin. Never mind the fact that Brandon McManus hasn't hit a field goal beyond 55 yards outside or away from Mile High Stadium mm-hmm. in six years. Yeah. Six years, Carlin. It's been six years since he's made a kick 
like the one that Nathaniel Hackett asked him to make last night. Well, the, So the, if you're the head coach with that information, wouldn't you think, hey, it's fourth and five. We just paid Russell Wilson $250 million. Why don't we give him an opportunity to try to move this thing a little bit closer and make it an easier try for McManus to win the game? Well, Chris, here's the, the more damning numbers. In 60 years, there have been 41 kicks that have been tried from 64 yards or more. Mm-hmm. Two of them made. Dear Two. God. That's 4%. Dear God. Secondly, since the beginning of last year, on fourth and five, teams have converted that 48% of the time. So after the game, Nathaniel Hackett is saying, you know, that was our decision. That's what we were going to do after I think there was a sack on third down, which there was not. But today, he had a bit of a change of tone. Looking back at it, we definitely should have gone for it. One of those things, you look back at it and you say, of course we should go for it. We missed the field goal. But in that situation, we had a plan. I mean, we had a plan. We knew that the 46 was the mark. We were third and 15, I think, third and 13. I'm more upset about that play before it to lose yards. Getting that there would have definitely been better to be able to call that same play and get extra yards. But um, he dumps it out to Javante. Javante makes a move. Goes a lot farther than I think we had anticipated. We were expecting to go for it on fourth down, and then you hit the mark. 46-yard line was where we wanted to be, and we got there. So we had to make the decision if we wanted to give it to Brandon, and we did. Didn't work. Sucks, but, hey, that's part of it. Carlin, I say this all the time. A plan that can't change is a bad plan. Yep. And to your point, it's clear. He's just laid it out that he had already made up in his mind that they were going to kick the field goal, which is why he didn't take the timeout when he had a minute left on the clock. What I really don't like is two things. He treated that like it was a 42-yard field goal. We're going to run this down, and it won't be a question that we're going to make this kick. Yeah. Or you could say he treated it as if Drew Locke was still his quarterback, as opposed to Russell Wilson being his quarterback. Carlin, here's the crazy thing. Not that he ever had Drew Locke. If if that ball is seven yards closer, nobody is second-guessing that decision. No, absolutely not. Nobody is second guessing it. Nope. It's not. It's absolutely the right call to kick the field goal. But you're at the 46 yard line, Carlin. The 46 yard tackle on 17 and a half yards. It's 64 yard try. No, we're not kicking a field goal, 64 yard field goal, especially when we got a minute left on the clock and we got three timeouts. Let's try to convert in this situation. We got a quarterback who's one of the best in the history of the NFL with fourth-quarter comebacks. Let's give him a chance to be able to move this thing a little bit closer. That's what we're paying him for. Otherwise, why the hell did we trade all those draft picks for Russell Wilson? Why did we give him all of that money if you're not going to trust him in that situation? You have a much better chance, based on the numbers that you laid out and the statistics that we've seen across the National Football League, of letting Russ cook rather than making Russ watch. Eight more yards. Eight more yards, and it's unconscionable to me to not let that guy be the guy that you live or die with in the moment. It's unconscionable. And and here's my further problem now. If I'm in the Denver Bronco locker room, I look at that head coach. Do I have faith that he's making the right decisions right off the bat? I'm not bailing on him because it's one game, but I have to say, I'm raising an eyebrow. Well, you lost to an inferior team in your regular season opener. So, I mean, all of the things that he's been reinforcing, the the messaging that's been coming out since he took over the job in OTA's minicamp training camp, all of those players are starting to question those things in quiet corners in the locker room. That happens, Carlin. Yeah. Whether guys are going to admit to it or not, that actually happens. 
And so there could potentially be a credibility issue with Nathaniel Hackett moving forward if things don't get turned around in a hurry. Because you shouldn't lose to the Seattle Seahawks, who are quarterbacked by Geno Smith. That just shouldn't happen. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. Massively good news for one team and their superstar player feared to be lost for a while. Plus, we actually may have gotten the answer on Tom Brady. Where we got it? L Magazine. What? We'll explain. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? Oh, you couldn't ask for better news than the Pittsburgh Steelers got earlier today. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus. Doctors determined today T.J. Watt does not need surgery on his torn pec, and he's now expected to miss about six weeks. That came from Adam Schefter. Here is Mike Tomlin this afternoon with the update. From a health perspective, man, I'll start with Watt. I know there's been a lot of speculation about that. Um let me say this, man, we're probably in a lot better place than we were after the game, and, and usually that's the case, and that's why I don't always say too much um, after a game, even though there might be speculation out there. Um, I can definitively say that TJ won't play this week, um, but I won't make any commitments beyond that. We're encouraged, and, and we'll just continue to look at the situation and, and gain opinions and do what's appropriate. You know, we're going to do what's appropriate, as we always do, whether it's him or others from a health perspective. So if he's going to miss four weeks, they have until 4 p.m. on Saturday to put him on IR. Yeah. Um, you would think they probably would because it doesn't sound like four weeks is realistic. And I don't know if it's worth it with a guy like that to rush. Now, let, and let me leave this to you because you've had this injury. Yeah. Four weeks with a non-tear away from it, is that, I don't know, is that reasonable or not? No, it's not reasonable. Listen, man, you're talking about a guy that plays on the line of scrimmage. He's an outside linebacker. The push and pull, the strain that he's going to have to put on that thing, 
it's probably not in his best interest to bring him back after a month. This is going to take, you know, six, seven, eight weeks, you know, and I think that's the most optimistic timeline that you can have for T.J. Watt. But let me just say this. With the injury, he tore the pec muscle. He didn't tear the pec tendon, which is why they think this is something that he might be able to play through for the rest of the season. Now, this has got to be one tough ombre to even consider this. And T.J. Watt has shown himself to be that, especially over the last couple of years. So I'm not going to doubt him. But the question now becomes, what version of T.J. Watt are you going to get? How effective is this guy going to be with this kind of injury? Because he is the identity of that defense. And that defense is how this team has to win football games, given their quarterback situation and offensive line play. So that becomes the big thing. Like, they're going to make the push to bring T.J. Watt back. And I'm not saying they're wrong for doing it, but I just – got to caution everybody that it might not be the same T.J. Watt that we saw on Sunday, the guy that had a a sack and an interception and three tackles for loss. It might not be that guy. But the other good sign for the Pittsburgh Steelers is the outside linebacker opposite of him, Alex Highsmith, had a whale of a game. You're talking about a guy that had three sacks. And you still got Cam Hayward, and you still got Minka Fitzpatrick. Okay, but that's my question next, okay? Especially with Fitzpatrick and Hayward. Highsmith, like, that's the first time we've seen the breakout type game. Yeah. But is, they're high on Heisman. I know they are. Yeah. And they drafted him relatively high out of Charlotte. Yeah. Uh, but with Fitzpatrick, with the amount of money that they have invested in that defense, even outside of Watt, should they be able to survive this and still rely on that defense to be a winning component when you have the issues of quarterback that you do with Mitch Trubisky? Well, the defense has to win today, but I think the offense, again, has to complement what the strength of the team is. And that means they got to get Najee Harris in that running game going. Yeah, That has to happen, Carlin, because you can't... He, by the way, is apparently okay and is going to be good to go this week. Yeah, you can't depend on Mitch Trubisky to be able to make those handful of plays consistently week in, week out, especially against some of the better defenses in the National Football League. So it's going to have to be Najee Harris and then Mitch Trubisky not messing things up. But here's the thing, Carlin. Your offense is going to have to be able to sustain drives. They only had 13 first downs. And what was that, Carlin? 70 minutes of football? Yeah. Thir- think about that. 13 first downs in 70 minutes of football. They had 64 yards of total offense in the second half of that game. Your That's offense rough. is going to have to be better. And then that means you're going to have to get better quarterback play. And I'm not quite sure that Trubisky is going to be even capable of that. Here's the other thing. You're also not going to get five turnovers from the opposing team every single week either. In a game that the Dolphins won 20-7 to this past week against New England, Patriots only give up 65 yards rushing on 23 carries. And that's what Pittsburgh's got next on Sunday. Mm. If they're going to run the football, again, so, offensive line, despite what Harris did the other day, still somewhat suspect. Be careful here. You know, in the, in this spot, like that that O line has got to find its way to really muscle up if that's going to become their identity. Here. Well, listen, it took five turnovers and a hey. game, a, a, a last second field goal at the end of overtime in order to get a win. That's what it took for the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's how putrid that offense is. Now, they got the receivers that can make it happen. Do they have the quarterback that can consistently get it to them? Do they have the offensive line that can hold up in pass protection? Also an offensive line that can create some lanes for the running back. Here's the other thing, too. When it comes to Kenny Pickett versus everybody else, and I I say this about Lance because he did not play a lot in college. Mm -hmm. 
Kenny Pickett played 51 games in college. Six years. He's 24. He was at, he was at Pitt six years. He's 24 years old. Chris, like, that kind of guy is more likely to come in and have some success right away. I, I don't know what his grasp is of the playbook or any of that. But when you have that much experience behind you, better chance you can be successful early. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. Now, I got this. So we've been talking about Brady. We heard him last night on his podcast, the uh, Let's Go podcast with uh, Emmy Award-winning reporter Jim Gray. I don't know if he won an Emmy, but certainly he would tell tell us he did. Uh, (laughs) Here is is Brady (laughs) on exactly uh, how he's feeling at 45 years old. Just really feeling intensely my emotions. and I always have that, but I think when you get close to the end and I don't know exactly where I'm at with that but you know there's no decision to be made I know you know it's not like I have 10 years left I I definitely don't have that so all these I just am never going to take for granted it's a love that Kobe had for basketball that Michael Jordan had for it that Tiger Woods had for golf uh, that so many athletes have for the sport and question is how long are you willing to commit with discipline to doing the right things to allow those things to take place over a period of time and that's what guys careers are judged on so this is my issue with Tom. I, I think the the overall feeling right now is, did I do the right thing in coming back, as opposed to the feeling he had a couple of months ago, did I do the right thing in retiring? So here is Giselle weighing in. Now, keep in mind, this is from an L Magazine article, which you know, of course, I'm locked in on. <laughs> uh, but these comments were prior to... Uh, any of the whispers about any sort of issue between Tom and Giselle. Obviously, I have my concerns. This is a very violent sport, and I have my children, and I would like him to be more present. I have definitely had those conversations with him over and over again. But ultimately, I feel that everybody has to make a decision that works for them. He needs to follow his joy, too. She also believes that the characterization of her wanting him to quit is sexist. I think this is the system we're living in. That's what society has accepted and what society hasn't accepted. Look, whatever it is right now, Tom Brady is a conflicted individual to me. That's what it looks like. When I hear his words, he sounds like I came back and, man, this is such a massive commitment I have to make, but I have made it. And so I'm going to do it. But I'm going to keep talking about it because it's something that I'm thinking about a lot. Well, here's why he's talking about it, Carlin, because he realizes that commitment is going to cost him something. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. And based on what we've heard and how Giselle has expressed concerns over the past years about him walking away from the game and about his overall health and the effect of hits to the head and being there for the family, you just wonder you know, at what point does that spill over into the family dynamic and the personal relationship that he has with his wife? Uh-huh. And it sounds like it's Tom Brady being introspective about all of those things while also facing the realities of playing in the National Football League at 45 years old. Because there are things you have to do at 45 years old that you didn't have to do when you were 25 years old. And just that overall commitment to your body and being physically prepared takes you away from any other interest that you might have. It takes you away from any other time that you might have to spend with your loved ones, to spend with family and friends. So I get why Tom Brady would be having that push and pull internally with himself about 
the decision to play versus the decision to step away. But I will say this, Carlin, ultimately, if it's still in your heart to play and you can still play, then go ahead and play. Because you never want to live with the pain of regret, thinking that you had more good years in you. Canteen Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus on your smart speaker as well. Friends, in just moments, you like to have some good bets, you like to have some bad bets. Now, granted, we're going to have your play of the day in a little bit too, in about 20 minutes. I should have taken into account that there was a hackett in the mix last night, and I did not. And boy, did we get the hatchet job on that deal uh, on our little parlay last night. Normally, I will own up to it, but to me, I don't know how you can pin that one on me. Uh, Other than the fact I should have realized, wait, it's a hackett. There's a chance something could go wrong. But is it a good bet or a bad bet? After week one, there have been a lot of moves in some odds around the uh, sports books in Caesars Sportsbook, and what has changed for particular teams? We'll tell you what's a good bet and what's a bad bet. Make you some money. Next, ESPN Radio. Disney Plus is back in action with exciting new premieres like Disney's Pinocchio, Pixar's Cars on the Road, Rusty is a personal favorite of mine, Marvel Store, Love and Thunder, Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi of Jedi's Return, National Geographic's Epic Adventures of Birdie Gregory, and a new short from The Simpsons, Welcome to the Club. Plus, new episodes and specials like Marvel's She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, and Dancing with the Stars, the pro's most memorable dances. And this month only, get one month of Disney Plus for just $1.99. Offer available now until September 19th, so you gotta hurry up. Then it jumps up to $7.99 a month. All these and more now streaming. Mmm, go nuts. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Yo, check this out from Canty and Carlin. It's rare to see significant jumps in the futures market after just one week, but we do have a new MVP betting favorite. Patrick Mahomes edge just past Josh Allen, is now 5-1. to one. The Bills remain the Super Bowl favorites, but their odds did get a little shorter, from 6-1 to one to plus 525. Doug Kazarian dropping a little knowledge there. Time for a little good bet, bad bet. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Let us hit it. Evan Wilner is going to drop 
some bets on us, and we are going to tell you if it's a good bet, bad bet, because there have been some odds changes after week one in the NFL, some of them pretty, pretty, pretty drastic. Evan Wilder, the floor is yours. Go. All right, let's go. Patrick Mahomes leapfrog Josh Allen for NFL MVP going from plus 750 to plus 500. So is Patrick Mahomes to win MVP a good bet or a bad bet at plus 500, Chris Carlin? It's always a good bet with Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> it's always a good bet. I still am riding my Lamar Jackson pick, but I absolutely don't think it's a bad bet to to bet on Patrick Mahomes at five to one. Yeah, I picked Josh Allen coming into the season, and I saw nothing on his Thursday night debut to open a regular season that would sway me from that. But I will say this: Pat Mahomes looked damn good, and everybody was trying to figure out whether or not Tyreek Hill. Would be would have a detrimental impact on him. That absence, it certainly didn't look like it on Sunday against the Cardinals. So yeah, Pat Mahomes at plus five hundred is a good bet. Josh, Next, Josh Allen now plus five fifty. Lamar Jackson still plus fifteen hundred. So Lamar Jackson, that's still a good bet or a bad bet? Plus fifteen hundred to win MVP. Chris Canty. I'm going to say it's a good bet, man. I, I like what I saw from Lamar Jackson. It took him a while to get it going, but you know, limited action in the preseason. I can understand that. But the ball that he threw to Devin DuVernay right before halftime, that touchdown, that was a lot of touch on that pass. You're talking about a strike from about 30 yards out. Then, of course, the no-look to Devin DuVernay for a 17-yard touchdown pass. And then the laser that he threw to Rashad Bateman. What was that, a 59-yard touchdown pass? Mm -hmm. And that was on a rope. That was all air yards. So the fact that Lamar Jackson, as a downfield passer, looks to have evolved, can you imagine once they get the running game going how – Tough. This offense is going to be to defend. I love Lamar Jackson at plus fifteen hundred to win MVP. I, if you were a visionary like myself, you I would have it. jumped on it at two thousand. A lot. That's a lot of value, my man. Uh, yeah, and I I jumped at at, at twenty to one, and I would absolutely do it uh, at at fifteen to one without thinking twice. It's a great bet, and it's a guy that has an awful lot to prove. Go next. The Cowboys were plus one forty to win the NFC East heading into week one. Now they're plus 600, so it's plus 600. Is the Cowboys to win the NFC East a good bet or a bad bet, Chris Carlin? You know, I mean, I have to, because the division's so bad, you'd almost want to think maybe, but no, I can't. It is throwing it away. It's one of those tempting things, ah, you get that back. No. No, that's throwing money away. Yeah, barring anything unforeseen, i.e. an injury to Jalen Hurts, I, I just don't see that happening. I, I, I don't think it's it's throwing good money after bad. Mm. Next. Tom Brady and the Bucks went from plus 750 to plus 700 to win the Super Bowl. Good bet or bad bet? That's an atrocious bet. No, that's a, no first of all, I think it's a good bet. Good for you. I think it's a good bet. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Just, I, first of all, in order to win the Super Bowl, you got to get to the Super Bowl. And it feels like in the NFC, that is the path of least resistance when you're comparing the two conferences. No doubt. So, so no doubt everybody loves the Buffalo Bills. Everybody loves the Kansas City Chiefs. But guess what? Those two teams are probably going to have to play each other at some point in the AFC playoffs. I'm not worried about anybody that the Bucks have to play. Did you see the reigning defending champions on Thursday night? Mm-hmm. They looked awful. Matt Stafford out there throwing lollipops that are getting picked off. Did you see Aaron Rodgers against the Minnesota Vikings? All I'm simply saying is... I don't think it's going to be a tough road to toe for the Bucks to win their division and to run through the NFC playoffs. That's why I don't necessarily see that as a bad bet, taking them at plus 700, even though the odds have gotten a little bit shorter. Yeah, listen, that's that's great. I 
I'm sorry. No, it's not a good bet. Okay. Even though here we go. You're right about the NFC. NFC's terrible. But when we talk about the Bills, they don't have to play the NFC or the AFC West like all year. They get they get Cincinnati, they get Kansas City once, but it's not like they're in the West beating up on each other all season long either. I think the Bills are going to have a relatively nice trip to get to the Super Bowl. So I'm not counting on them to be all that banged up. The real challenges won't come till the playoffs. All right, the Eagles went from 25-1 to 1 to 15-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Good bet or bad bet, the Eagles at 15-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Well, I have them in the Super Bowl, so I'll say it's Wow! A, yeah, that's right. Very aggressive. Did I stutter? No, you didn't. Eagles? You said that, you said I, that with your chest. I did. No. 50, I, I, I picked them to get there, so I can't say it's a bad bet at 15-1. to 1. Uh, I wouldn't call it a great bet. I'd call it a good bet. Yeah, I'd say it's a good bet. Yeah, I don't love it. I don't love it with their odds. Short I loved it at 25. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. I think there's more value at 25. I don't love them at 15 to 1, even though I do think they're going to win their division going away. There's something to be said for your quarterback not having success in the postseason. And Jalen Hurts down in Tampa last year in the playoffs did not look good. Now you're hoping that he learns and grows from that experience, and having A.J. Brown will help. But I gotta believe it before I see it. So no, I, I can't roll with the Philadelphia Eagles at fifteen to one to win the big one. All right, real quick, last one. Also fifteen to one to win the Super Bowl are the Packers. They were twelve to one. Fifteen to one Packers to win the Super Bowl. Good bet, bad bet. That's throwing money away. <laughs> throwing money away. How did away. I know you were gonna say that, big fella? Uh, I, I, listen, I'll just hand my hundred bucks that I would have put on it to write to Romeo Dobbs. That's basically the the equivalent. He might but, drop it though. Yeah. <laughs> well, if it was Christian Watson. He definitely would. Uh, no, I, I I don't think the Packers are a good bet right now. No, Bad no, bet. I'm with you on that one. Cosign retweet. Whatever that meant. Yeah, absolutely. What do you mean? Quite, I know exactly. Stop. <laughs> You're yourself. on board. Stop yourself. <laughs> I wasn't knocking you. I was knocking me. Like okay. I didn't know exactly what you were saying. Yeah, shorthand. So, I'm, you know, I'm old. Yeah, there we so, go. There you go. Not right. cool. So get us out of this segment, man. What are you doing? Uh, listen, I'm I'm still thrown off by the sunglasses. I have to be honest. I'm Why are you throwing off? I've been wearing them for three and a half hours. I know. Why are you still throwing off? I can't off by see it? your eyes. It throws me off. Well, I can't see if I take them off. So what are we going to do with that? God, you just don't be mad at me. Be mad did, at Justin Craig. How did you? soften so much since your playing days how like what i mean i know you had a shield then maybe yeah, we exactly. should bring back the helmet just wear the helmet with the tin advisor <laughs> <laughs> that would look good can't you carlin espn radio espn plus we say the same thing i did not expect to get absolutely destroyed by a head coach last night i will bear some responsibility considering when the last name Hackett's involved, because his father, Paul Hackett, was not a great coach. And Nathaniel, yeah, that wasn't good. Wow. I don't, I'm, it's not, he's not you're a bad attacking, person. You're attacking the family. <laughs> not a bad person, just not a good coach. Wow. And I should have known better. But that aside, we're going to redeem you tonight. Money coming your way. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. 
With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. You can't miss Canty and Carlin, pound for pound, the biggest show on ESPN radio. How about this number? Most watched Monday night football game since 2009 last night. And most watched week one Monday night football game since 2006. Mm. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus. Time to earn some cash. The taste of money, the smell of wealth. It's Carlin's best play of the night. The taste of money. All right, here's the deal. I don't know if you saw the highlight from last night. Even though the Giants won last evening, uh, Gabe Kapler and Mark Littell, uh, one of his uh, relievers, got into a little tiff on the mound. Uh, Littell went out there, and he was loading up the bases. He got all annoyed that Kapler was taking him out. You know, they're going down in the hallway and yelling at each other. The Giants have somehow won four in a row. The Braves have lost three in a row. Uh, let's jump on the Bravos tonight at minus 170 Ooh. on the money line because you got Kyle Wright going. Did not pitch well his last time against Oakland, but prior to that, I mean, the guy's 17-5 and five this year. I mean, mm-hmm. I, he has been really, really good. Yep. The Giants overall have had a terrible season. I'm going to jump on the Bravos tonight. Let's get back in the beam. There's no Nathaniel Hackett to screw it up tonight. Yeah, and here's the other thing about this, too. The the Bravos, they're they're one and a half games behind the Mets in yeah. the NL East. And Chris, so I mean this this is a situation where they have a little bit of urgency going into every single game down the stretch of the regular season. Can we just acknowledge that last night I had it? Oh, yeah, I had it. There you go. There you I go. Had it. Go, go ahead and do it. Just you know, go ahead and do it. What? Go ahead and do it. You had it. I had it, and I got screwed. I got screwed. The Hackett. It was a hacket job. It was a hacket job. <laughs> that, let, let's keep that. Akin, it was a, akin to a hatchet job. Something, a tell, job? something tells me we may not. We may need that one again. A hacket job. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes it's the worst. Worst. Sometimes it's the best. Best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is three and out. Yes, it is. Number one, Christopher Robert Sarver, the owner of the Phoenix Suns, suspended one year, fined $10 million by the NBA, 
As a result of an investigation into the Suns franchise, they announced the punishment Tuesday. The investigation found that during his time with the Suns and the Phoenix Mercury, he used the N-word at least five times while recounting the statements of others. Yeah. He shouldn't be the owner of the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. Or the Phoenix Mercury. I get the year suspension. Mm -hmm. I get the $10 million fine. But if you want to really hit an owner where it hurts... Take away the franchise. They obviously established a, a a difference between what he and Donald Sterling did, although I'm what's, failing what's, to see what, 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 it. I don't understand the I'm, difference. I'm failing to see it. Yeah, I don't know. The difference is, I when guess... When you use racial slurs, language that's so charged, and create a toxic workplace environment, how, how does that allow you the opportunity to maintain your standing with the league? The only way... The, I'm just reading what it says here, that it's... Quote, when recounting the statements of others is when he used the word. I don't care about when recounting the statements of others. There's just some words that you shouldn't use, Carlin. I mean, listen, we can recount things that professional athletes say in post-game interviews, but we're only going to take it so far. We're not going to use profanity. We're not going to use racial slurs because that's unbecoming of the position, the platform that we're in. Just like if you're the owner of one of these teams in these major sports leagues. And so if you're... The NBA, if you're Adam Silver, I get that you don't want to go down this road and you know have a slippery slope type of precedent, but at the same time, is this something that you can really hold your head up about with this kind of discipline? Because it amounts to a slap on the wrist in comparison to what Robert Sarver is going to make from the Phoenix Suns this year. I cannot disagree with a word that you said. Number two, after a poll generated an overwhelming response from fans, the Browns field will feature... The running brownie logo at the 50-yard line. <laughs> I saw this logo, and I'm still asking myself, what the hell is that? It's the original logo of the Cleveland Browns. That's great. I still don't know what it is. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's hard to take the, the running fr- brownie. It's hard to take the franchise seriously with that at the middle of the field. But I will say this, though. I mean, it is the elf that they had on the shelf. Now they're putting them on the field. Yeah. I tell you what, brownies, they'd be running away from me. Yeah, I, I mean, can say that. They, they waited for Baker Mayfield to leave before they get, <laughs> they put him on the middle of the field. <laughs> Finally, Steelers rookie Jalen Warren. Three carries, seven yards, first NFL game Sunday for the Steelers. Here's Mike Tomlin's evaluation. You know, he didn't urinate down his leg, man. That's a great place to begin. <laughs> <laughs> How can you not love Mike Tomlin? Seriously. Uh, yeah. How do you not love Mike Tomlin? I, mean, I, I know, know that's your head coach. I know you uh, – Listen, I, love I know there are some players, Pittsburgh Steelers, that have been critical of him in the past, but how could you not love him? I don't team? know how you can't. I don't know he's how great, you can't. He's great, man. I do absolutely love him. Oh, man, he's great. Uh, boy. I'll tell you what, though. I I am very excited. It's going to be weird. We'll talk about it a little bit later in the week. Being a fan of a team and then calling the game this week. Hello. Not to make it about me, but I'll make it about me for a second. This is going to be weird. That's going to be fun, though, man. It's going to be fun, but like... I gotta be balanced. How can you be objective? Yeah, I, I, that's no, gonna I'll be a be challenge. Balanced. I'll be balanced. Okay, I will. We'll I'll see. do the right thing. But this is. Eh. Check out Canty and Carlin weekdays on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, 
marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.